filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's your buddy Gavin. The people have spoken. We are watching soccer again. It is uh, Manchester United, West Ham United, 64th minute. Second to last game of the season for both of these two clubs. It is one to one. Here are the odds, or the, sorry, the stakes going into the final, you know, 25 minutes of this game. West Ham needs one point from this game to guarantee that they stay in the Premier League for another year. It's a hundred million dollar point for them. They could still stay up even if they don't win this game. They probably still will, but. They could end it today in a good way for themselves if, they, if this result holds, one-to-one. One. They're on the road. They're playing at Man- Manchester United in Old Trafford. There's the hallowed halls. Had a few technical difficulties there. I'm not even sure what happened. Anyway, here's what's on, on the line. West Ham, they get to stay in the Premier League if they, the score remains tied or if they win the game. They might still go down. I think I already said all this. Man U, Manchester United, if they win this game, they go to the top four, they go over Leicester, and they play Leicester in the final game of the season, which means they control their own destiny. If they lose this game or tie this game, they have to win against Leicester in order to go to the Champions League. Just as West Ham staying up in the Premier League is a $100 million proposition, Man U going to the Champions League is like another 50 million or whatever, at least dollar, euro, pound proposition. Playing in the Champions League is a lot more lucrative than playing in the Europa League. Playing in the Europa League is a lot more lucrative than not. Finishing 10th is better than finishing 18th because you finish 18th, you go to the championship, you get relegated, you lose 100 million bucks. So both teams tied right now have a ton to lose. And just like we did last time out, when we watched Bournemouth almost save their season against Southampton, only to have it ripped away, we are back again, watching soccer, British Premier League football, to be honest. Here's the shot. Ooh, West Ham, a rip of a shot from outside the box. David De Gea, the Man U goalie, couldn't stop it, but that's because it was too far wide to the left. My man shot the ball from way out, a ripper but a little bit wide. I'll tell you, by the way, I, I think I've, I've stumbled upon a, a brand new and incredibly fun way to watch make-or-break games. We are now at a water break in the second half, so I'm going to stop it right there for a second, come back in a minute on the filibuster freestyle. All right, we are back. Water break is over. West Ham with the ball. But, you know, 69th minute. There will be stoppage time. There always is. By the way, for those of you listening, we are bringing back Kitchen Quarantine, Jeremy Johnson, Man Cook Good, coming back, talking about some advice for summer cooking. So cooking during a heat wave, cold dishes, hacks to avoid being in a stifling hot kitchen situation during a stifling hot summer day or night. So we'll be interested to see what JJ has for us on the next episode of Kitchen Quarantine. But right now, once again, we're at 
the last 10 minutes of a good game here in the Filibuster Freestyle Podcast Network. And I'm not going to lie. We're really waiting for magic to happen. And if it doesn't, it's like, <laughs> what a waste of an afternoon. Not to watch the game, but to broadcast it. We really got lucky in our first try, though. The game we did last Sunday. It's pretty awesome. Anywho, tell you what, man, not man, West Ham United. That's the other fun thing about soccer is like every team is like something city, something town, or something united, at least in Britain, Great Britain, England. You get it. But Man U, Man United, giving up a free kick to West Ham United. No one calls them West Ham U. They just call them West Ham. Fun facts. I'll tell you what, too. Thank goodness for editing. You guys have to look, listen to a lot of dead air. The header from West Ham goes over the bar. Still 1-1. And here's the thing. West Ham loses. They got a basically a quasi-do-or-die game in their final game of the season. It seems as if both teams will be pretty content with the point, so I'm not sure we're going to get the fury that we got the other day when Bournemouth were playing for their lives. The other thing I will say is the other day I thought the volume on the TV was louder in the background than it was. So I made a lot of references um, to stuff that I thought you guys could hear that you definitely couldn't hear. So that's real. Coming up next, by the way, I don't know about for us, but on NBC Sports, the Liverpool-Chelsea game. Liverpool's going to lift the trophy for the first time in 30 years, Premier League trophy, finally. They won the league like three weeks ago, but... They're going to lift it today, their final home game of the year. Chelsea also playing for Champions League spots, so something to play for for sure. Man U with possession pretty deep. I'm not going to lie, I definitely had a lot more juice for this on Sunday. But plenty of time, guys, plenty of time. Another odd fact of the game is that West Ham manager David Moyes used to be the Manchester United manager. He was followed the legend Alex Ferguson. Sir Alex Ferguson to you and to me. Um, didn't go great, and uh, Moyes has bounced around a little bit since then. But uh, he seems to have found himself a decently medium-term home at West Ham, and my guess is if he can keep them up for another year here, he'll keep it rolling. And again, I, I did look at the goal differential, which is like if teams tie on points, what's next goal differential? Man, sorry, West Ham United's got a huge goal differential advantage over the teams they could potentially tie with. I mean, again, even if they lose today, it might not be curtains for them. Probably won't be. But if you're them, you want to hold on for this this tie, big time. Another fun fact, one of the British uh, English soccer referees, football referees, he looks exactly like a guy I used to work with when I worked in Philadelphia. Um... It's one of those things where somebody literally a different human being, different job, different person, different country, has the exact same face as a human being that you know. Um, Listen, I've had doppelgangers in my life. We all have. But this referee, and I see him all the time, looks so much like a guy I used to work with. Like, if I didn't know the guy had a different name, I would think it was the same guy and that he became a soccer referee instead of a fundraiser at a college. That's how much this gentleman, the referee, looks like the gentleman I used to work with. I will not give that person's name. I haven't talked to that person in a decade. No point in doing so. 
that's one of those things too where it's like that guy that I'm talking about that I know probably forgets I even exist, but I remember him because he has the same face as a British soccer referee. So like it's kind of an unfair thing where I've like he's moved on from me even ever being a thing. And I'm like, every time this guy referees a game I'm watching, I'm like, oh, that guy reminds me of my former coworker from 2007 or 2010. That's what we call useless fact of the week. Pow, pow, pow. You know I'm vamping when I'm doing the pow, pow, pows, especially when it's not like at a party, um, middle of the day. 0.0 alcohol involved. Just literally making pow, pow, pow sounds because I'm trying to vamp here. And I don't even know why, because I can just piece together whatever I put together. You can tell this game doesn't have the end-to-end stuff I was hoping it would have in terms of frantic, frenetic pace, because I'm talking about, you know, what referees look like, how they look like my former coworkers. By the way, I know this referee's face so well that, I mean, he's wearing a mask on the sideline right now as a fourth referee, and I still know it's definitely him. And even with the mask on, from the eyes up, he looks exactly like the guy I used to work with. Same hairstyle, too. Shaved bald head. Fit, you know, good fit, good shape, good in shape guy. Those referees got to do that. Referees running everywhere. Probably more impressive for my former colleague because he had a desk job. If you can stay in shape with a desk job, good for you. Unofficial sponsor of the week, Standing Desks. You know, those ones that go up and down. Speaking of staying in shape. While you're at your desk job, get a standing desk, especially during quarantine. All right, we are at the 77th minute. Another substitution being made. Michael Antonio, Mikael Antonio, number 30, coming out for West Ham. He has been, man, one of their best players since the restart. A lot of goals. Coming in for him, number 22, Haller. See what he can do. Set piece here for West Ham in the box. They do not get a shot off. Manu looking to clear it. Hasn't quite fully cleared it, but it's out of the box. West Ham retains possession. Another unofficial sponsor of the week, uh, Pegleg Porker, which I'm drinking out of their cup right now. Pegleg Porker is one of the best barbecue spots that I've ever been to in Nashville, Tennessee. Definitely roll there. Give you their social information while we're at it. www.peglegporker.com, all one word. At Pegleg Porker on Twitter and Instagram. Go to Facebook, you know, facebook.com slash peglegporker. Or you can go to info at peglegporker.com. I think that's their email address. So you know how to get in touch with them. Also, what the hell? Here's your phone number. 1-844-SWINE-11. Hell of a phone number. Hell of a phone number. Throw in, coming for West Ham. 79th minute. Another cool thing that, that Man U has done is they went all out. Basically, their entire stadium, you know about the tarps that people are using now with adver- advertisements and things, logos to cover the s- empty seats because no one likes to watch a TV game full of empty seats. Man, you did that. But above that, they had all their fans worldwide sending pictures of themselves, and then they superimposed, photoshopped the pictures onto the tarps. So it actually looks like the stadium is full of individual faces. Oh, shot on goal from way, way out by West Ham again, saved by David De Gea. Uh, from Man U. So Man U doesn't really seem to be in much of a hurry to try to score. They just don't seem to have that sense of urgency. So clearly they seem to be content with a 1-1 draw. 
because the aggressors really seem to be West Ham. I'll be interested to see if Man U turns it on. What I actually want to do is I want to look at the, the standings because I'm trying to understand why Man U wouldn't be frantically trying to just win this game. Because I'm pretty sure if they do, they basically guarantee themselves that as long as they don't get blown out by Leicester on Sunday, they would already take care of the top four. I don't see why either team would want to leave it up a chance. So we'll look it up. And while we do, I'll go around the league, go around soccer, give you some scores. All right, Premier League standings. Take a look-see. Yeah, so Man U is currently tied with Leicester. So if they win this game, if they, if they, okay, if they get a point, then they'll be up a point, and they can either tie. By the way, I'm getting spam called right now. Love that. You guys ever get spam called? It's like prank calls are at a whole new level. See, my phone is ringing for no reason now. Get the hell out of here with that. Unbelievable. Spam. See ya. Anyway, Man U, if they win today, they get this extra point, and then they basically have, they can either tie Leicester or win, and they're in. But if they win this game, they essentially can even lose to Leicester because their goal differential will be better and they'd have a shot to still go ahead. So if I'm Man U, I'm trying to put the pedal to the metal here. I don't know why they're not. And West Ham, like I said, they're in a really good spot. They get one point here. It's over. If they lose here, they're still in a pretty good spot to stay in, but it's not guaranteed. So both teams have a ton to play for. I just don't understand why Man U's not putting more pressure on them. What else is happening in soccer world right now? Let's look at, uh, ooh, the English Championship, which is the second division. Two teams vying for one guaranteed spot up to the Premier League. Again, a $100 million game today for them as well. I'll take a look at that right now while we're at it. All right, here we go on those. Oh, these games are just underway. So we got Fulham Football Club, who was in the Premier League last year, came down. They're like in, they're one point behind, uh, let's see here. Here's what you got looking at. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so you got Fulham is at 80 points last day of the season. Brentford, 81 points. West Bromwich, Albion, 82 points. Whichever one of those teams finishes today with the most points, it gets an automatic trip with Leeds United to the Premier League. It's a $100 million piece. The other two teams are going to have to go into a four-team playoff, which only one of the, one team will get the third and final spot to the Premier League. So, Again, big games all around England today. Fulham, 0-0 in the seventh minute. Brentford, 0-0 in the eighth minute. And uh, West Brom, 0-0 in the ninth minute as well. So nothing doing early there. Let's see what's going on elsewhere. And Literally doing all this real time, by the way. No crack research team, none of that. Syria, that's Italy. Take a look. Parma up 1-0 against Napoli. Napoli still in the European picture, very much so, for a uh, Europa League spot. They look pretty safe with three to four games to go, but anyway, that's what's going on in Serie A. Let's take a look at the Premier the Premier Liga. Premier Liga is the Portuguese top flight. Not sure if we got anything today or not. Nope, no games today. So anyway, we're, we're focusing more, again, on the British Championship the English football championship, and we're focusing on this Man U game. 
I'm actually going to go on my guide here and see if these British, these, these uh, English football championship games are on. Because if they are, you know I'm trying to do some of that later. NFL Live on ESPN. Nope. First take on ESPN, too. ESPN Plus gets real greedy with those, uh, that stuff. I'm going to have to get ESPN Plus in the offseason. Ooh, nice pass in. Oh, wide right. Man, you finally waking up, getting a shot on goal. First shot on goal they've had since I started broadcasting. And uh, a really nice look. Couldn't quite put it in. I really hope we can get an exciting ending. But you can tell. I mean, like, the other day, Bournemouth and Southampton did all the work for me. They did all the work for me. They made the game exciting. They were pushing it. They were making it happen. All I had to do was say, here's what's happening on the screen. This one proves how much more of a crapshoot this is of just trying to broadcast the end of the game to see if something cool happens. Spoiler alert, thus far, it hasn't. Still feel like there's a chance for some magic, though. You know what I'm going to do while we're at it? I'm going to look up how much the Champions League spot is. We'll go Champions League revenue. Champions League revenue per team. So you get 2.7 million euros for every match you win. 900 grand for every match you draw. If you win every single game on your way to lifting the trophy, you win 82.2 million euros. All right. Let's look at another article on the revenue share. So of the estimated 3.25 billion euro, 295 is deducted and covers administrative costs, etc. All right, so 93.5% of 3.25 billion euros gets distributed to the clubs. So for the teams that are going to be in the playoffs here, so that the last 12 teams remaining, 30 billion gets paid out to those clubs. Here's the bottom line. You know, it's it's a 20 you have an opportunity to compete for an extra 82 million euro as a team. So again, I don't understand the lack of urgency here from Man U to leave things up to chance against Leicester City on Sunday. They must feel real good. 89th minute. Man U on the run. Yeah. Good defense by West Ham. Throw in coming from Man U. My guess is we're going to have about five minutes of added time. And that's when the magic happens. P.S. On a Sunday morning, this was easier too because, you know, middle of the workday, you got stuff on your mind. Trying to decompress, trying to compartmentalize. Stuff to do after this. Hashtag worth it. I mean, I will say this. West Ham, they just need this result to hold. And they've done their job. So, again, I continue to think the better team is supposed to be Man U. And they're not giving me the effort. And by me, I mean the fan. that You would think, you'd think they'd be swarming the net right now trying to get this thing to 2-1. Got a West Ham player down. Man U's not stopping the attack. Got a West Ham player down. Again, this result holds. West Ham is safe for another year in the Premier League. That is a $100 million point if they can earn this point. 
I just feel like if I'm, man, you, man, I'm bringing it. I'm bringing it. All right, here we go. Man, you, with the ball around midfield. Four minutes of stoppage time. And I imagine there'll be another minute based on the guy that was just hurt. 91st minute. We are on our way to the 95-plus mark. Just not sure what we're going to see next. Paul Pogba. Passes the ball. Nothing special there. Ball's in the box for Man U. Oh, here we go. Finally some action, but good defense by West Ham. I'm just surprised we're not going to get a better effort from Man U. I keep saying it like it's going to change anything. I really don't care who wins. I'm kind of just rooting for excitement. Not a big Man U guy. Being more of an Arsenal guy. Arsenal, by the way, lethargic yesterday against Aston Villa. Aston Villa needed the point to stay alive. The points to stay alive. They did. They actually play West Ham Sunday for a chance to stay up. If West Ham keeps this point, West Ham will have very little to play for, and Villa will have the world to play for. But Arsenal could have put them out of their misery yesterday and decided not to. West Ham with the ball again down close to the box in the Man U end. I'm really actually very impressed with these last 25 or so minutes from West Ham. Really playing some good football. Controlling the ball a lot. Wasting time when they can. They've got a throw in coming. Not sure we're going to see the magic here today, folks. I guess I should have gotten ESPN Plus to watch these games going on in the championship. 93rd minute, 94th minute. A lot of dead air on this one. West Ham wasting all the time on this throw in. Another West Ham guy goes down. Every t little foul there on West Ham. Magically, the uh, West Ham player who was down is magically up. Oh, another guy's still down. He's getting up. I will say this. <laughs> I don't think these soccer guys are total fakers, but I do think they've earned some of their, their floppiness, their flop reputations. So we are in the 95th minute. Game is over. Not exciting. Sorry I wasted your time. 1-1. West Ham does the job. West Ham is safe. They will be in the Premier League next year. as a $100 million point for them, a $100 million tie for them. Congrats. Man U moves into third place from fifth place with the points. So actually now I understand that, that that's actually not a bad spot for them because their goal differential is much better than Chelsea's. So while... Leicester could still beat them and ruin their day. They now are playing against Chelsea as well in terms of how that goes. But uh, at the end of the day, Man U winning would have basically guaranteed them Champions League, and Man U tying does not. So is what it is. Congrats to West Ham on getting it done. And I guess you got to give Man U credit for uh, getting the point, putting themselves in third place. On goal differential instead of fifth place. But, uh, you know. Oh, wait a second. We might have a late-breaking story here in soccer land, everybody. Uh, Chelsea is playing Liverpool. It was 3 to nothing Liverpool, and then it was 3-1, to one, and then it was 4-1. to one. But now it's 4-2. to two. There's 20 minutes left in the game. I'm going to keep an eye on that because... Chelsea needs one point to secure the Champions League. We went into that earlier relative to Manchester United. 
Um, this game's actually got a lot going on still. And uh, we will, like I said, keep tabs on that. But first, let's go back to the $100 million games in the second tier of English soccer today, the final day of the season. Fulham Football Club was in fourth place, two points behind West Brom for the second automatic berth of $100 million in Premier League soccer next season. Fulham tied at Wigan. Wigan, excuse me. Wigan is Ralph Wigan. He does not have a football club. Fulham tied it up. 1-1. Let's see what happened with their rivals. Brentford, who was a point ahead of Fulham, lost. Not good for them. Finally, West Brom tied Queen's Park Rangers. Let's go to the final standings. So Fulham was in fourth. They stay in fourth. 81 points. Not better. Goal differential didn't do enough. They'll be in the playoffs for that final spot. Brentford lost today. They stayed in third place. West Brom got a point. It was enough. Welcome back to the Premier League to both West Bromwich Albion and Leeds United. West Brom, that was basically a $100 million point today. Rest of the playoff teams are going to be the aforementioned Brentford, the aforementioned Fulham, Cardiff City coming out of Wales, and then out of nowhere, this is how close this crap gets, Swansea City also out of Wales, Nottingham Forest got edged out by one goal from the playoffs, which means, you know, again, there's four teams in the playoffs, one more spot for $100 bucks in the Premier League. Nottingham was in fifth place last week. They fall out of fifth, out of sixth by one goal in the seventh. No playoffs, no shot at glory. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. That is wild. Let's see what happened to Nottingham today. Lost 4-1 to one at home to Stoke City, who stinks. Stoke City in 16th place. So not only did West, sorry, did Nottingham Forest get smoked, they got smoked by one goal too many. Two goals too many. If they lost two to one, they would have been in the playoffs. That's how close this stuff goes. By the way, Chelsea, the American, Michael Pulisic, I swear to God, watching it in real time, just made it four to three. Four to three. Chelsea is pulled within one. 72nd minute. We are going to stick here with this game. Chelsea's one point away from clinching Champions League for the good, but it was nice to get something exciting. Gosh darn it. Thank goodness. But anyway, stick with us, baby. Four to three. Barn burner of a game in Liverpool. So the score was four to one. Michael Pulisic, the American, got put in with two other Chelsea substitutes. Do I keep calling him Michael? It's Christian Pulisic. Good times. I don't know why I call him Michael. Anyway, number 22 in the program, number one in your hearts. Arguably the best American soccer player in the world right now, out there. He comes on, second half, substitution. Within the first minute, he assists on a goal. Makes it 4-2. to And he just had an unbelievably beautiful play in the box. Got himself set, turned around. He's got four goals and eight appearances since the restart after COVID-19 in British soccer, Premier League. And he's made it 4-3. to three. Good to see the American doing well over there across the pond. By the way, that goal really, uh, you know, screwed up the point I was making, which was 
Nottingham Forest basically had to implode over their last two games to get kicked out of the top six in the playoffs of the championship to get a shot at the final spot for promotion to the Premier League. And they did. I mentioned they lost 4-1 to one today. Equally as ridiculous, Swansea won their game 4-1, to one, which means they dominated Reading, did everything they could do, but it still was on Nottingham Forest to lay an absolute turd-burgling egg. And they did. So, wild stuff. Here we are, 78th minute, Chelsea pressuring Liverpool down one. I will check in if this thing gets interesting. Otherwise, we'll sign off. But what a turn of events. Okay, 84th minute, 4-3 to three still. Liverpool clinging on to the lead. Free kick coming for Chelsea just outside of the Liverpool box. Chelsea looking for essentially an $80 million goal to guarantee Champions League play for the next season, which basically starts next week. Here it comes into the box, cleared out by Liverpool. We'll stay with it. Counterattack. There it is. Wow, that's how quick it can change. Literally press pause. The ball got cleared out. Liverpool scores a goal. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, former Arsenal player, on the counterattack. So as I just mentioned, Chelsea with the free kick, the set piece at 84-02. And before the 85th minute is completed, Liverpool takes it all the way down the field. 10 seconds later, 15 seconds later, 16 seconds later, the ball is in the back of the net the other way, the other side of the pitch, 100 yards away. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain scores the eighth goal of the game total, 5-3 Liverpool, 85th minute. you got to think that probably does it. Nice to get a little fireworks here because the game we did earlier was brutal in terms of uh, activity at the end. I'm going to wrap it up there, everybody. Filibuster Freestyle, thanks for listening. It looks like Liverpool will not only raise the trophy today as Premier League champions, but they'll do so emphatically with five goal, five goals. I just can't see uh, five, two more goals coming from Chelsea to tie this thing up. Chelsea has to go into the final day of the season with their championship, sorry, their Champions League dreams in the balance.